This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back. Now, let's pick up where we left off. We're We're Luna. And this, this is Gaotic. Our podcast about absolutely nothing and yet everything, hosted by us homosexuals. We all share one brain cell. Oh my god. (laughs) I'm Josette. I'm Katie. I'm Naomi. The three of us have been in a band together for years. We've been friends for a decade. And we've been gay since the beginning of time. Welcome back we're, we're, to and the, the to the big show. What is that show? In chaotic. Can you believe that? That can you believe in that? Can you I believe can in believe it? In God, I can too because <laughs> I actually can't. I don't know. <laughs> let's let's open that up. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know whether to believe in God, which is why we had to have our guest on today <laughs> to really get into it because. <laughs> Our guest today is one of the leading uh, figures. figures. I would say figures in God science. In God science <laughs> and the field of whether or not to believe in God. And we're really excited. Actually, this is going to be a kind of a different format episode because <laughs> our guest is just going to um, actually has prepared kind of like a, I, I, what, 40 minutes of a presentation um, on the deity and the existence or non-existence of that deity. So please welcome to the podcast, Drum God roll. expert, <laughs> Grace Kuhlenschmidt. Is that how you say your last name? Hey, yeah, that is. Wow. Good job. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking yeah. awesome. You are you fucking awesome. so good. I that quit. Was good. <laughs> so tell us about it. <laughs> well, Thank you so I much just for wanted on. to, yeah, I'm just like hoping that people can listen along to this podcast and have their Bibles out. <laughs> So oh, that we can so kind of go page we're narrowing page. it down. So we're doing we're, Christian. We're narrowing it down. That's yeah, so, of course. Or so it is Christianity. We, we've eliminated the the all others. You guys, when we're speaking about God, we know there's only one. <laughs> we know that there's one. <laughs> yeah, so nobody said God. I know that's right. My grandma, Grandma Zita, if you're listening to this. She won't. She knows that's right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So when did you first talk to God? You know, it's when so did you guys like, meet? I'm honestly like so glad you guys brought this up because I was thinking the other day like how I feel so genuinely um well now I forget the word but agnostic <laughs> that's the word like, let's talk okay I'm to like, keep it, it real down. let's talk about it I'm like, I do want to atheism sure like I totally understand it but I'm like how the actual fuck am I supposed to know this is I completely agree. This is what I have been saying for time. I think if you're I'm going to say something really hardcore. I think if you're an atheist, you maybe have like a you've had a really bad stuff happen to you and Ooh. you have a pretty negative outlook outlook on life. But I think like not saying it's wrong. Swing, I, no, I hear that. <laughs> not saying but I do think Also people with like religious trauma. I to- yeah, I totally yeah, I understand. I think you've had to have some sort of trauma or, but from or an epistem- you're maybe like a guy 
You're like a white guy yeah, who's like that's in his, a different kind of trauma. Who's like 20s. actually? Have you ever heard of logic and making a logical proof using like? And also, Ayn Rand rocks, and, and I also love like a straight A student or something too. Yeah, like you yeah, kind of yeah, have to yeah. be a teacher's pet a little bit, like a little <laughs> yeah. bit of like a know-it-all, which in a way is like its own form of you know religion. I will say this. No, I actually I'm not going to say that because it's actually not true. Won't. I was going to spread. You. I was actually nervous that you were going to say that. I was going to spread misinformation, um, but I'm deciding against it. I do think to to okay. So if we make a, a commercial for this podcast, that it needs to just be a clip. That needs to be one of the clips. I will say this. Actually, I won't. Because um, people are going to be like, whoa. Now that I'm a globally renowned public figure, I really you have to have be, careful to be about what really saying. careful about what I say. And yeah. I choose my words really carefully, which is why we have this podcast. You know, um, speaking of podcasts, I, I heard that you're now a professional podcaster, as is our job. Yeah. As professional podcasters. This is a like conference just business. A really nice way to make seven figures a year. Um, right that's that. literally absolutely we we decided this and we said we're gonna do this art form as well as the other art form that we we do uh for seven figures yeah because totally. you know like we all have each of us have four kids so that's 12 right? kids total so mm-hmm. we need to be making 14 figures a year this, like, i'm also I glad mean, you guys are putting are kind of music on the back burner I know yeah, people yeah. have been requesting that you do put it aside for they, a bit. Y- yeah, yeah they say stop, 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 take a break. You work so hard. So I would hard. love and someone also to say it's that. A, and it sounds bad. It's a, ouch. It's actually it even hurts. hurting my ears. Right, exactly. So they're saying, please stop and, you know, focus on your kids. Right. When I saw you guys in concert, I was holding a sign. I don't know if you guys saw it. It said, just, just end now as soon as you yeah. can. Oh yeah, I remember now. that. Yeah, 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 I remember Wait, that. Wait, which concert did you see? I saw you guys at um I made eye contact with you at Gov. I know it was I remember cool. this. That was so funny. Wait, can you guys uh, t- tell that story? Yeah, tell tell it tell it in a very <laughs> intense way. From my perspective, it's that I knew Grace was coming to the show. We walk out on stage and very earnestly, it was an overwhelming moment because there were a ton of people in the crowd. So we were like, we walk out and we're like, holy fucking shit. We were there with Phoebe, right? Yeah, we were like, all y'all came to see us? Maybe not. Maybe you came to see Phoebe. That's cool too. We're happy that everyone was there. And then (laughs) I was like, I'm gonna try to, maybe I messaged you, I was like, I'm gonna try to find you in the crowd. And I was like, there's no fucking way. And then a few songs in, I feel like I saw you with your girlfriend. And I was just like, I just was like I just started laughing. It was I couldn't believe that I actually found you. It was, it was also a huge crowd. Like yeah, I was, it was probably crazy. like twenty to thirty rows back. You were you of were. just like <laughs> mobs of people. <laughs> so would you say that was your favorite show of all time? Or yeah, imagine I was like that was 10. my first concert. <laughs> That would be cute. Hey, you'd be that shook. would be really cute at twenty seven. Um, yeah, it was so good things. though. Genuinely, it was oh, fun. Thank you. Do you remember what your first concert actually was? I am. It's a toss up between two because I don't know when they happened. But it's either the Beach Boys or like whoever's still alive, obviously. (laughs) Um, Or Weird Al Yankovic. Fuck yeah. So where were they? I was Weird Al. (laughs) That's really what I want to dive into. Honestly, an amazing talent. A talent. Oh, of course. I mean, talent that, like, you can't recreate it today. I think that, like, y- he would get canceled if any of his stuff was, like, <laughs> uh, Do you know what I mean? If it was, like, modernized, yeah. like, it just wouldn't really work. 
I would say anything that we grew up consuming in terms of comedy, uh, you could canceled. never do it now because exactly. it would get canceled. It's Speaking real. of comedy, wait, I want to say <laughs> I want to back it up. Okay, I want to back, back it, up. it up and be like kind of serious for a second because okay. I want to give okay. I wanna, back to God. Not I meant not to God. Well, I want to give a, a, a at least an attempt at actually introducing who who you are, which okay. is that. Which is that you are a comedian? That's <laughs> you, super you self true. Is that and how you, you self-identify? Well, I, I, I mean, would. you're also an actor. Totally. Thank you for you're, including and you, that. One. And you also yeah. are an amazing dancer. <laughs> doesn't get said enough, but is so true. <laughs> um, I would say also an amazing cook. I've seen some beautiful meals. Is prepared. that real? I actually well, am a uh, pretty good cook. Except, uh, really? Except um. The last podcast I was on, I was on um, Pat Regan and Catherine Cohen's podcast, and yeah, I, I brought up um, these frozen chicken nuggets that I've been cooking recently, and Delicious. Pat was like, oh my god, you are such an amazing cook. And I thought that was so funny because to him, <laughs> frozen chicken nuggets meant that I cook. So he so he was saying that like uh, with genuine like you to him heart. using an uh, using an oven is cooking. So That's I would so just say like cute. I'm not a like chef. But I absolutely use my appliances and my gas bill is high. I think that, that <laughs> fucking counts. And that you know, screams wealth. What I will say, and I'll actually say it this time, is people, this is this is sort of one of those riveting conversations that we that the zeitgeist likes to have about LA versus New York City. These are two places, right, okay. in America, and they're different sides of the country. And <laughs> and in New York, people actually don't cook in their homes. No. And in LA it's frowned upon if you don't cook. Yeah, because we're never home. leaving our homes. Well, I think it's Correct. like in New York, it's like, where's the kitchen? It's like, you know it's, what I'm it's hard out there. Yeah. Where is no, the that kitchen? Is a thing the, apartment for usually, the apartment usually, the kitchen is literally the size of like a shoebox. Even wealthy people, if you can believe. Even rich people's homes can. in Manhattan, they're, they only have like one burner on their damn stove. It's so That's sad. What my, my my girlfriend Ali says that people in New York and no offense, but she says that people in New York are like, uh, like gaslighting themselves because like rich she'll have like rich f friends who have like a doorman, but their apartment also has rats. Yeah, and it's like there's like there's just a certain like there's a well, certain tolerance the, did you for guys like see the um, Julia Fox like apartment tour where no. she was like I have mice in my apartment, but I'm like just cohabitating and. <laughs> I don't like care. She's a they queen for that. Take one. care of the. I right. really that identify you. with that, that. Actually, that's that's so I'm, you. I, I I literally heard something scurrying in my wall recently, and I was like, I don't want to do anything about this. No, I'm right. just gonna. No, let well, if be. it's in the wall, that's different. My, my only thing. I don't want be, them in my I don't, room. I don't want them to die. We no, lived in New York for a couple summers. I want to know about. I uh, just want to know everything about you. Totally. I want to know, know about. <laughs> Um, like how you got from LA to New York, I guess via Chicago, which actually makes Chicago sense. Chicago is in the middle, right? Totally. I think if, on if a, you're seeing on a these two cities as both sides of the country, and then you can kind of see Chicago as kind of being more in the middle of the country. So you know, when you're it, it going was, from yeah, one to the it was other. just the the midpoint when I was walking yeah. across. When you were walking yeah, across, yeah. and I, I do want to hear all about your like barefoot walk across <laughs> totally. the country, and that's I guess when you started doing your talk about god um, right which course. is what obviously and incorporating a god perspective into comedy yeah right because a lot of people think about god and it's not funny to them mm -hmm. but 
<laughs> That's what we love about you. But God is the funniest dude of them all. <laughs> that, God yeah. makes me laugh every fucking day. Sorry, every flipping day I'm laughing. Something God. God said to me. That <laughs> Regina Spector. Shout out. The real ones know. I actually don't know. I'm not about a real laughing one. with God. Oh, I'm a fake one. Wow. It's a good song. Actually. There's like going to be like three lesbians listening to this that are like, Katie there's, really gets me. There's only three. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, we lived in New York for a couple summers. Yeah. And we did live in an apartment in Crown Heights. Had mice. Where there were mice. And cockroach. Around. Cockroach. You remember that? Co- cockroach. The cockroach I remember killing and <laughs> like the feeling of. A back being broken under my foot. It's yeah. brutal. Just the feeling of being a murderer, you know? Yeah, um, right. And that First changed time me. You killed. I don't think we killed the mice, did we? No. no. We just my like God. tried to hit them. No, with we thought there was brooms. one. And then right before we left, I remember going to the bathroom in the middle of the night and there was not just one. There you were many. making. There was a, a scurry of um, at least five to seven. Yeah. A family. So there I would gross. still. They I'm are so gross. not I think into cute. insects. Wait, I'm down for rats. About, I would way rather. We're talking about mice. mice. I'm talking about mice. Oh, okay, okay. But then you were talking about cockroaches. Mice, yeah, most, we, it was both. Mice, it was both. The most famous insect. But bugs are right. Dude, roaches. Uh, roaches. You're fucking disgusting, and everybody fucking hates you. Tell them, please. Mm. No, somebody some needs people, to tell people, them. Katie, Katie's like, Katie's like, I don't hate the cockroach. What would you do? You killed it. Um, yeah, I have killed them before, and I mean, if they're in my house, I want yeah. them to. The thing is, I, 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 you can exist, but I don't want you to live with me. I really exactly. don't want the cockroaches to live with me. But that's kind of like that's the only one. Other ones, I, I like dealing with things that are like physically repulsive. Um, <laughs> will you? That's because will, you're Irish Catholic. Will and you, you hate deal yourself a little bit? The the, oh. the bugs oh. come out of the drain. The ones that look like centipedes. Hate those guys. Oh, yeah, that's I not just think it's good. I think it's like good <laughs> retraining good. my body to like. Okay, so one time my grandpa was we were having a a, a birthday party for him and um, we were singing Happy Birthday to him and then all of a sudden like my aunt screams because there was like a giant bug of some sort that was crawling up my grandfather's leg and my grandfather at this point was like pretty physically incapacitated so there wasn't anything that he was gonna do about it. No. And everyone was just tweaking the fuck out, and I just walked up and you grabbed scooped it. the bug up and walked it outside. Well, you once wow. played a show with Katie. Once played a show with a beetle on her face for like two songs. That was so funny. This beetle no just way. landed on my yeah, face, and absolutely. I was like, "I'm like, I wonder what would happen if I just don't do anything about this." And Where then was the this? beetle? It was uh, in Kansas Col- City. It was Kansas City. Um, Grace, do you cute. have any harrowing bug tales? I had to kill a cockroach kind of recently. I live in Pro- I've lived in Prospect Heights for the last three years, so pretty close oh, to you where know you what? guys were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, God bless you. It is you. Beautiful, beautiful there. Yeah, it's gorgeous. And I had a cockroach um, about like a month ago. Just one. Haven't had any since. But That's it was survivable. on my counter, which means well, I don't have the flexibility to step on it. So yeah. I did yep. have to <laughs> use paper towels in my hand. Oh, God. I... <laughs> Like it was the feeling in the body. And and also I remember my girlfriend was on the couch watching Stranger Things and she'd either had a bad day or was scared. One of the two, I knew that I couldn't tell her there was a cockroach and that I had to do it myself. (laughs) Yeah. So so it was like really harrowing. Sometimes if, you if, have to you have to butch it up for for the bugs. I know. I mean, that's I, literally I'm like a, the main a, time. A, a total femme in my <laughs> goddamn stilettos. <laughs> so it was really hard for me. Well, but normally, like if she hadn't had a bad day, like is there a bug 
handler. Yeah, in who, I think that her. speaks to. Oh wow! Wow, wow that's sure. good. Wow. Um, um, how did you meet your girlfriend? Can I? Ask we met you that? in. We met in college. And oh my god! Where did you go to school? I went to Skidmore College, which is in upstate New York. Yeah, Sexy. tight. Yeah. Wow. And we met there. We dated for and like were you two gay? years. What'd you say? Were you gay at the time? Yeah, yeah. I I, I came out my so- the end of my sophomore year of college. Okay. Well, what was that like? I want to wait. Okay. First, talk about your girlfriend and then go back. Yeah, we're we going to take we it all so the way back. We have so much gay stuff to talk about as, well, as the point of the gay show. My girlfriend is great. We've been together for like truly seven years. Broke Whoa. up for a full year right in the middle. Best thing we Whoa. ever did. Whoa. Um, Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was so needed. We met when we were 20 and 18, like truly sociopaths. So, Whoa. I mean, just us. Not all 20-year-olds and 18-year-olds, but we both. Yeah, um, sure. Kind of. <laughs> um, wow. When I I'm came, so fascinated. I came out my the end of my sophomore year, and I think I thought I was like, genuinely the straightest person to ever walk the earth (laughs) and when I came out it was so simple and easy and it was like really bizarre like someone told me that her friend who's a girl had a crush on me and I was like oh okay I guess I'm gay now are you actually (laughs) fucking serious yeah and now we're the four most famous lesbians on the planet I have so many (laughs) questions okay how did you Okay, when was the first time you had a gay thought? And then how did you not know that you were, like, how come it wasn't talked about when you were playing softball? Did you have <laughs> boyfriends and stuff? Like, I did. I absolutely did not have boyfriends, no. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. But you just Hell thought yeah. you were the straightest person? I had so many crushes, like, yeah, yeah. on yeah. all oh, boys. And realistically, yeah, yeah. I was having, like, you know, friendship, romantic relationships with my, like, best girlfriends. But we would be talking about how hot Bo, Chad, Chase, and Chris were, you know? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's Um, actually, you described a gay experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, wait, what was I going to say? What we were going to ask, it was the uh, first time you had a a gay thought. Yeah, the first time you had a gay thought, and then how did you get away with it playing softball? (laughs) Okay, so. Being straight. How did you get away with being so straight? I was also literally the catcher, which is, 100% 100% the gayest, the gayest position. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, it's so crazy. Like I played that, catcher once. I yeah. had to. The only time I played softball. Okay, wow. See? What? And yeah, look okay. at you now. Gay as yeah, fuck. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> Wearing a belt. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's how you know See, so for, so for anybody out there who's really curious about what we're talking about, there's some, like, inside sort of stuff that you only know once you come out. And one of those things is if someone's wearing a belt... <laughs> That's actually a pretty good indicator that they might be gay. They're definitely gay. <laughs> anyway. My first gay thoughts, though, I was like, I was, I'd be like at school talking about how hot Trey Songs is. And then I would go home and I would watch, I would look up like girl, um, s- girls kissing on skins on YouTube. Yeah. And I would just like rewatch Whoa. that over and over and over again. Naomi and Emily, I'm familiar. Yes, dude. Yeah. Is that, a, is that dude, a skins? That, that time of skins was so fucked it was fucked up i mean people are like yeah. euphoria is so scary no, i'm like skins dude, was, skin, dude skins was unregulated skins. it was they were popping off yeah yeah it was so good i loved it it's great it's yeah. it is it i mean it's like it's campy now i love to like, yeah. think about it they tried to do an american version but they like couldn't actually do hard drugs because it was like on mtv or something <laughs> So it was just like yeah, they would they, just binge drink and like pass out. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, in actual skin, spoiler alert, people are literally dying and getting murdered. Yeah, like, getting it's murdered. insane. That um, was the craziest thing that could ever happen on dude, TV, I would say, of all time. It I was think you got me to watch Skins. Like, it was crazy. That sounds like another gay fun thing. Watch. That's another gay thing. Yeah. Or I guess it would have been sophomore year. I, I had to catch you up on gay content. I feel like yeah. I was yeah, you, 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 there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that, so that Skins is your more main important. Then, like, when I think source of gay content, yeah, for sure. Like, I never watched the L word. I did watch the real L word, which I think is better. They were having raw. They were doing (laughs) the first episode of that. Dude, the first episode (laughs) of that show, like, is like seared into my fucking mind. Like, I that girl, I think Whitney is like fucking that other girl, like raw. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean, fucking? Dude, they were like literally having. Like penetrative, penetrative sex, sex on camera, Whoa. dude. Yeah. Whoa. Legends only. Yeah, it's I think so I I think I saw Whitney somewhat recently and it still shook me to my core. We've seen it was a few of them. Definitely. They're the in most LA. They're around. One time we played a show in New York and this was like when we were for, this is when we were living there dude. And, and it was like one of <laughs> our only shows beginning. we played. The only people who came uh, were our friends Chinese. Shout out to Chinese. Um and then wasn't Becca there? Yeah, my best and, friend. And and Katie's it. best friend Becca and then the person who was doing sound was um a person who was on the real L word. But those were the only uh, three people in the room <laughs> as we played a, as we played a show. And you legendary. would think that we were upset, but actually we were like this is so cool. We're playing a show for someone that was no, on the real L word. No, because she yeah. I'm not going to name who it was. We didn't think it we thought it was funny because on the show she was a huge asshole. Yeah. Oh, yes. This is coming back. It to wasn't me. that we thought it was cool. We thought it was funny. Well, it was drama. I, yeah, it was, it was drama. drama. And we live for the drama. Yeah. Yeah. It was drama. Okay. So you were going home and watching skins after softball practice and flirting with boys you guys, with I, your friends. I'm going to be honest. I got to go to the bathroom. Oh, it's time for a break. Bathroom break. Bathroom break. Bathroom I mean. Break. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Oh my god, we're back from just the break that wasn't the bathroom. 
Um, okay. I I wanna pick up talking about yeah, the after school routine of watching gay stuff, but would being, you eat a but snack being so before? straight. Yeah, I would I at some point. Wait, are we are we on right now? <laughs> we're on. We're yeah, always yeah. let me tell you, we're always on. No, um, you would never I, I think that like that was like the main thing. I mean, I obviously was watching lesbian porn. That's for Wait, sure. are you are you actually were you actually like and what were you thinking? I never definitely. watched lesbian porn. What were you thinking when you were watching the lesbian porn? I I was gay? thinking like this is gonna be really good info for me to know so that I can be hot for guys. <laughs> I, I That's love, real though. Girls I love watch the, it. I love how Straight the teenage girls, I mean. brain though. I love how you like not. Um, I love how the gay brain will <laughs> try different. to rewrite the story of the gay things that you're doing to make them straight. And I'm <laughs> and I'm so proud of your brain for yeah. I one of my favorite one of my favorite conversations with like one of my still dear best friends from college. Our freshman year, both of us are gay now. And our freshman year, we were like outside at a party smoking a cigarette. And I do not know how it came up, but we both said these sentences. Sometimes I think I'm a lesbian, but I just know that I'm not. But it would be really cool if I was. And I was like, yeah, I actually have the exact same thoughts, but I'm glad that we aren't. But it would be awesome if we were. <laughs> and leave it at that. That's Literally so like 365 funny. days later, both out. Like having absolutely raw mm -hmm. penetrative mm -hmm. sex on I, camera. I don't know if yeah. I was thinking it was awesome though. I think I was thinking, oh god, no, we my knew life too is early. Over. We knew too yeah, early. That's the thing. I I truly like. I'm telling you guys, like, even watching Skins, I was not like I'm gay because that's oh, here's tight. an important factor: is that I didn't okay. know any cool gay people, so sure. I didn't. I actually knew not cool gay people. Like, yeah, and there some of them are lame as hell. At my parents' church <laughs> was gay. And I Whoa. hated her. And I also had an English teacher who I hated and she was gay. So I like knew I was like, I cannot be associated with them. No, you know it's really funny. I, this morning I thought about my math teacher who was definitely gay and everyone hated her. <laughs> and I thought and I thought, you know what? I could have been her you know what I mean yeah, in another life the, in a math life in another in another life I, it wouldn't be I don't think I could ever be a teacher because I, I, I could, could never have been like be the janitor math. at the high school <laughs> 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 might not be gay. too bad gay janitor gay like um you know gym teacher gay, oh dude that, my gay gym cheater teacher <laughs> yep Freaking she hated girl. me. I had to get a medical exemption because I skipped so much class. Some I'm gonna really? say this: some yeah. some gay adults I just was smoking wood hate yeah. gay kids. Yeah, dude. Well, <laughs> she hated me, and I think it was because I was gay, and also jealous I didn't want to go to. Yeah, she was jealous of my freedom and that I didn't go to a school. She uh. said that's not okay, and I said actually I need to pass this class. Did you you grew continue. up you grew up in LA? Did you grow up um, smoking the ganja like so so much of it? <laughs> yeah, and I think that is also a reason why I didn't think I I was gay was because I was genuinely too busy thinking about how high I was. You know, yeah, oh, me sure. too. Well, it's sure. a great distraction when you actually can't use your brain at all. It really stops you from right. being gay. No, it's yeah. like an amazing form of repression. If anyone is interested in repressing your sexuality. <laughs> Um, take edibles at like 9 a.m. when you Absolutely. are 16. <laughs> the the and, and it worked pretty. It works pretty effectively even now to yeah. sort of repress <laughs> yeah. any to repress any sort of coherent thought. 
Well, speaking of keeling over, haha, how'd you get so funny? And when did you decide you wanted to be a comedian and tell us all about you? <laughs> oh my God, that was an unbelievable transition. Thank you. Oh, so, thank in that you. moment, the spirit of Barbara Walters actually jumped <laughs> into Josette's yeah. body. Some could say I'm actually possessed by Barbara Walters. That's another, well, we can, when we talk about God again, we can actually go to yeah, my, exactly. uh, my exorcism. Um, I started doing comedy in college. I was in like, you know, the classic like improv and sketch comedy team. And then I moved to Chicago because a friend of mine just like kind of convinced me. Um, but that's where I met Caleb Heron. Um, and Bestie. he and I were in like, I, I think that we were not in improv one together, but I do think we were in improv two together. Oh my wow. God. Wow. That's so crazy. To Love all my about. Chicago comedians so much. So much. Um, yeah, Caleb seriously. And Shelby. God bless them. I know. I, I mean, know. And then I met been... Shelby after, I wonder when I met Shelby, maybe like six months after that. Oh, and was Meg life. Stalter in Chicago at the same time? She was, but she was like, le- when I got there, she was like legit, like to me, like so famous already. Like oh, she yeah. was like, per- like selling out the hideout, which is a venue there. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, Caleb and I were like <laughs> doing um, improv for like six audience members who were also doing improv, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. But then like things must have happened kind of fast for you. Because well, then Caleb started getting viral on Twitter, and then he was like, you you have to just start posting on Twitter. Mm, and cute. at that point, we were like, it's so easy to go viral. But, <laughs> but in hindsight, we were only getting like 3,000 likes, but it was well, like Viral is a mindset. Yeah, it viral's is. Viral a mindset. Totally. And, it's an I think viral, yeah, it, it, it can change on how viral you actually become. You, yeah. You've seen like you've actually become ex- exceptionally Dude, okay. viral. I was talking about this yesterday, how, um, and I've told the story a couple of times. I don't know if ever on the podcast, but. I have never felt like as much of a high in our career, like any career highlight. We've had a lot of career highlights at this point, let me tell you. But well, I, 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 I have not <laughs> felt the same high as I did when we got what, on posted the on the fader. Yeah, in twenty. No one and no one even knows what the fader is anymore. In a way. I mean, but what was the fader would peak? like to. Like that, that was, was my a, peak. Like that was the most yeah. important thing that well, has ever happened to it was this a big band deal. In, in terms of a chemical reaction inside of my body. Just being and the like, way that it felt. Now, now we're old crusties. It does seem to be like the internal drugstore uh of my of my body has diminishing returns. Well, you're on, older. You're older. Yeah, I'm older and but it's like we're more it, it, I mean, I, I guess I'm glad that we do this. We do our career for other reasons other than just the feeling thrill. high off of going well, well, viral. So when yeah. was the first time you got high? Yeah. From, <laughs> but actually, from going viral. From like, going viral. What was your big, what was your like moment where you were like, I am such a success. I'm going to make it. Um, I feel like there are like so, there's so many t- moments that feel like that. But like yeah. my first like literal viral on the internet, I like posted this video that I remember I posted and I was like, this is 100% the least funny video I've ever posted online. <laughs> and it went like the most viral. It was like me talking about being in a porn with my like sister and mom and dad. Like it was fucking crazy. I've seen this one. So how was the porn? Yeah, well, the way I describe it was really beautiful. <laughs> it was really moving actually. It, like, I, I, okay. It was like you being like kind of um, 
Weren't you upset that you got left out? Yeah, like my my, my dad, my stepmom and my brother or sister filmed the porn without me. Yeah. But I that like is funny. Most of my videos, I'm like laughing. Like I'm like, this is hilarious. Yeah. That video, I was like, oh my God, I'm really like, I'm about to embarrass myself online. And at the end of the day, <laughs> I kind of did and always am. <laughs> Do you ever like feel regret like after you post something online? Because I feel like you, you, you have to be like, this thick skin to not give a fuck. Yeah. People be saying crazy shit. They be saying crazy shit, but. I have like a pretty good audience. Like my my the people that follow me are like very supportive. And whenever I get crazy comments, it's because someone is taking my videos so out of context yeah. that like they are probably really dumb. Mm, and yeah. so I can't take mm. it too personally. Like I yeah. got hate on that video because people thought I was being fucking serious. But like, well, what I, I feel do? left out too. Right? Yeah. Exactly. How They've been you, in my shoes. How could you not? Um, <laughs> I do, I actually do find, I, I feel like I've been following you for a while now, but I do find that like, the people in the comments are like, there's certain, there's certain comedians where like they've somehow curated an audience that also like are in on the bit and like get it. And everyone's like, yeah, everybody seems to get it and also want to like be in on the joke. Um, no, that makes maybe, sense. Maybe, maybe it's the gay community. I think yeah. it might like be our based community. in Chicago too. I Chicago, think. yeah, maybe. I mean, there's something nice about like ha- the idea that other people in who are watching your stuff like are also funny, mm-hmm. you know, and are. I mean, maybe maybe a lot of them are comedians themselves, but I think, I mean, I like that about like this larger group of friends that are like people that do comedy and are taking um, inspiration from each other. No, I agree. I also like do remember the day that whoever is on, is the Muna account on uh, Twitter. Like I remember my feeling of when you guys followed me back. It's probably Naomi. It's probably Naomi. <laughs> I was like um, so. That was I a think big high for you. I want to check, but I do think check it. Yeah, like don't didn't that feel, doesn't that still feel exciting when like someone follows you that you look up to or that you yeah. like listen to or yeah. whatever? It's yes. cool. Yeah, in yes. a way, that's, that's actually the only kind of thing that like it's nice. Well, feels it's nice. Totally. Like it's so nice to feel like a part of a. And I feel like we're still kind of in the early stages of that, but like it's nice to be at a place in your in in your career as an artist or whatever, where like you do sort of just start like being able to have interactions with people that mm-hmm. you would admire and yeah. whose like work you admire. I mean, like someone like you and like comedians totally included, like it it's so cool to have like our paths all be able to to cross and it feel really natural. I think that is like such a perk of having right. the job that the job that yeah. we have. I worked with John Early um on Search Party two summers yeah. ago. Legendary. And I am like truly I think that like him and Kate Berlant are like so yeah. important to my comedic voice. And I worked with him like every single day for three months. And I think every other day I was like, hey, just want to let you know that you really are a big inspiration for me. (laughs) I knew that like it reached a point like a month in where he was like, you don't have to keep saying that. But like my brain just had to keep telling him that. 
<laughs> you know, totally. in a way, I, I I think I have that disease where I actually need to say something if I'm processing how I'm feeling, I think a hundred times for it to actually get out of my system. Exactly. And sometimes it's actually, it never actually stops. Right. I do think, I mean, I'm, uh, I, John really is so funny and uh, it, that completely makes sense to me. Um, I also feel like just on that note, like, I don't know. I'm never mad when someone's giving me a compliment. Agree. It's like, th- it's like thank you. Yeah. That is so nice. nice. Like, I think it's nice. It's yeah. nice. Like, it, it's just, and also it's just real. Like, there, you can't, you know, we can't like, uh, we can't like go up to a, a very successful musician that we admire and not be like, that you're you <laughs> like what the fuck that's crazy yeah like i think the thing i i definitely like love uh being able to tell somebody whose work i admire totally. that i admire their work definitely yeah. um the thing that really disturbs me is like that i get possessed by a demon sometimes oh. when mm. i see people whose work i simply know but don't mm. necessarily love. And you want to say And something. I will still say I think You I turn think, into like, to. um, like what's the mean girl scene where she's like, I love your top and she hates yeah. it. Yeah. And then it's like, have you ever seen such a ugly top? I'm like, have you ever seen such a fucking awful special in your life? The no, Winnetka like, jumps but out. But you have to do that. Out. You have to do Why? that. Why do you have to do that? Like to okay, be nice. In comedy, it's like, I'll do like a show and like, I'm backstage most of the time, so maybe I don't get to even see someone set. But I'm obviously going to say afterwards, like, you were so fucking funny, you know? You totally. Have, How that's could just, you not? Because I would want someone to do that to me, even if they didn't see it. And okay, I, I, I wouldn't act, care. I, I hear what you're saying about, like, sometimes you have to say good job to someone who's set you didn't see. But, like, I don't think you when you see that. someone else do that, you think they are a sociopath. Yeah. Like, I think I think you that see someone else is. do that, no. you're thinking, Imagine okay, that's I'm my, never like, believing a word. <laughs> Everyone's, like, listens to this and they're like, we're not surprised. We know she just <laughs> lies constantly. <laughs> she just lies, lie, lie. Good I, job. I feel like there's a difference between going like great set to then being like great set it's me by the way yeah oh, that's nice to me you know what weird. i mean like that's I, insane i loved it but that's okay. so celebrity you know yes. what i mean like yeah. that's like so- delusional celebrity that i i choose to love you know yeah. so wait yeah. what? okay i have two i have two questions what's your favorite part about being a celebrity and then what's the part of your job that you hate yeah, the most. Hell what's yeah. a part of your life that you fucking hate? Um, <laughs> you hate more than anything. I don't feel like. <laughs> what is my favorite part about being a celebrity? Uh, <laughs> like an A-lister, sort yeah, of. yeah, like yeah, an A-lister. Yeah, I think just like um, yeah, <laughs> being an A-lister, um, staying in Leonardo DiCaprio's home, and <laughs> yeah, Brad Pitt, Absolutely. and yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I stay at all their houses. Wait, what was the second question? No, uh, 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 what, what's a part of your job that you don't like? Oh, so this is actually really interesting, and some of my team may be mad at me for saying this, but I, <laughs> I I'm ready. Don't I do not love doing stand up, but I do it, and I kind of have. To Whoa! I hear so then, that. What do you What do you identify? Okay, as an artist, this is actually a serious question. Like, how do you identify yourself? Like, where do you see yourself? Is it more like you do like sketch and like like comedy writing? Um, I've seen your spec scripts; they're very funny. <laughs> like, I mean? guess I guess okay. so. Yeah, I I love to write um <laughs> porn like fake porn scripts. scripts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're actually really beautiful if you read them, but Ooh. um. <laughs> 
<laughs> I feel like I would identify as like a comedian and an actor, but like in that I have to do stand up. But maybe it's how like some musicians feel about touring. Like some I don't just would love to be in my bed at 9 p.m. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, I've never I've I, I I do like performing. It, it's, but I do want to be in bed by 9 p.m. It's like this. I, I do love it's in some ways. It's the only thing I'm actually really good at in music. Um, That's but, not true. Not true. Uh, it's the one thing I don't have to think at all about. But I would sure. yeah. I would rather be in bed at maybe eight. Actually, is or I think that have early. Does shows. that make festivals yeah. fun then? Because you're like performing at 1 p.m. and it's over. I, I'm going to say the realest thing and that anyone's ever ever said. heard. I I. I really don't I, – I love – okay, there's I, – I hate the act of playing a festival in terms of what I'm expected to do because it's the most exhausting and grueling thing. But I love to play a festival stage. Mm-hmm. Like the like the actual interviews I think you'd stuff. be pretty hard-pressed to find like any single type of show that Joe couldn't come up with complaints about. Well, <laughs> think of – okay, you it's all the – it's all the sand. <laughs> It's yeah. all the dust in the sand inside oh, my face. Yeah, Especially, yeah. There's oh a lot of dirt. I didn't even think about that. With sometimes Coachella. you're, oh sometimes God. you're really in the elements, and sometimes the sun. You're playing at a weird you're, time. The sun is beating down on your gear. The catering it's so is so hot like that it breaks your fucking instrument. Link. Yeah, it's just so f- yeah. smoking hot outside. But I do love. I love. I love to play. But yeah, I, I mean, the, when yeah, I was in um, Chicago, I did go to Lollapalooza for one day one year. Yeah, and, crazy. Um, that's what I do, actually. I go to a festival for one day, and that's actually how you get the best festival experience. Yes. But there I was agree, a softball actually. field that multiple musicians played on. And uh-huh. I will say those two of the musicians I remember were King Princess and Haley Kiyoko. So that was actually, um, they were putting them into, they were pigeonholing them as gay yes. and putting them on the, on the softball field. field. Yeah. Well, um, legally speaking, that's all, the shit. only place they would legally be allowed to play. Of course, of yeah, course, of right. course. And, and be accepted. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so for me, it's like the thing, I just like, if I'm in bed by 9 p.m., that's that's my absolute preference. But like, I do love getting high off the audience. Sure. And comedy shows are late, uh, often they're late. really they're late. Really, really sometimes late. they're later than even seven o'clock. Right. Well, this yeah. is how I also wish I was a musician sometimes because isn't it sick they're singing it back to you? Yeah, oh. that is pretty helpful. Uh, in a way, it, 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 it's, it saves you whenever you're like in a low place. They have yeah. your back. It's very, yeah. It's very Versus meaningful. like nothing is more insane than somebody trying to be involved in your stand up set. Oh, well, I actually, like, cannot deal with hecklers. If I have a heckler, I, like, actually get on my hands and knees, and I'm like, hey, sweetie, like, do this to the next person. (laughs) I don't don't have the skill set to be able to do this. Yeah. I can't believe – I feel like I've only – I've only seen, like – I feel like Caleb. It wasn't even, like, a heckler. It was, like, sometime at Big Wig. Um, Didn't someone just say – they randomly were like, Kansas City – and he he and I, he was like sure, and then out. they said something else. They were like <laughs> mad or something. Like oh, do you remember? No, you weren't Wait, there. Do you remember I that? I remember. The girl? Yeah. This is different. So this is a story about a heckler that we saw from the audience that actually has sort of had his, has an interesting twist. Um, this girl was doing a, a set, and it, her one of her jokes was about how she like I think got like a breast reduction or something. Yeah, yeah. Or like a or like did something to her boobs and then was joking about them still like not being that great or whatever. And then someone in the audience was like, I got a boob job. (laughs) And 
And then she was like, what? And then the person just like said something fucking random. And then when the girl was like, okay, I'm do, tr- tried to like deal with the heckler or whatever and kind of like took the piss out of them a little bit in a, in a way that was like harsh but fair and f- funny. And then the person like made this face of like, what the fuck? And then got up and like was kind of looking around like with a stink face looking at everybody like, God, what gives? Walked out and then we found out later that she was high as balls on mushrooms. Yeah, she was on mushrooms. So she thought she was having a private conversation Uh with that person. (laughs) (laughs) So that's actually nobody's fault. That's no one's fault at all. It's just a huge (laughs) misunderstanding. Is it possible to have a heckler at a concert? Like, no, at the end of the day. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it depends. If the audience is small enough or like the room, I mean, I think we've probably dealt with it more like maybe as an opening act. We've had an opening act that has had a heckler at one of our shows and that really fucking sucked. Remember Um, with uh, Marika or was it just you and me? Oh, Oh, yeah. That was crazy. We've seen hecklers at shows. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it's like if it's a smaller. Venue. I mean, if someone, if like, you know, at that show that we played for just two of our friends and the person from the real L word. It would be interesting if someone was heckling <laughs> Easily us. could have heckled um, at that show. <laughs> Sometimes people say crazy stuff, but to be honest, we can't fucking hear them. We can't hear, hear them because we have, right. yeah, so we have yeah. basically like we're, the we're most he- effective earplugs ever yeah, in we're your ears. I always yeah. wonder about that. You, There's no mic on there, though. You guys can't whisper to each other, right? We we do we have, a mic, we have a mic on stage that you guys that can't do. hear, but yeah. not through the ears. We can't talk through the ears, but there's but it's a, only used it for an emergency, not emergency, but where it's but like you know it's like sucks? my guitar isn't working. You know what sucks, okay. Grace is like so. Imagine you're me in mm-hmm. between songs. I can imagine. I'm imagining. Imagine you're me every day as awesome. you would do every day. Yeah, yeah. And um <laughs> and okay, in between songs, you're gonna hear in your ear like. 40 seconds and that means you have 40 seconds to like say whatever you're gonna say Katie has to say the most meaningful thing in to 40 just seconds. like talk about how you went to therapy and like changed your life and then yeah. wrote this next song so you're and and you can't like just say word for word the same thing every night because that wouldn't be authentic so you have to Ooh, say okay, you're, okay. you're kind of making up something to take you into the next song and then you're hearing in your ears that the click of the tempo of the next song, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you're hearing, my guitar isn't working. My guitar isn't working. <laughs> but the audience cannot hear that. You can hear that, and you're still talking, and you're actually in the middle of your sensitive mm-hmm. monologue, and you have to keep going with your monologue. And Meanwhile, also, and also uh, on background a little bit, that mic... When you're saying something into the mic is not it, it doesn't feel very loud, but when someone else is saying something into the mic, it feels as though they are screaming. They are screaming totally at you. I'm screaming. So that's like some of the most intense <laughs> moments of my life is when I have to like make it seem like and it's sometimes it's not just my guitar isn't working. It's like it's like, like the the amp is on fire. It's like it feels like there's like serious emergencies going on on well, stage. And I have the reason to like, I say it, I, okay, I feel like I'm being targeted, even though I don't know if I am. Well, I, yeah, I you really, are. I really but have to. <laughs> I I speak very clearly because Nick can only hear me at certain moments, and so when I can't hear, I'm saying it like three or four times just to make sure I'm heard. I think the solution will be Katie having de- a band can't hear talk back mic and yeah. having one. Now for that we figured out logistically. Yeah. Yeah, we, um, we're glad that we talked this out with you to yeah. figure it's out what very, we logistically um, need to do. The only thing I can actually personally relate it to is when I watch Punked and they're like Ashton <laughs> oh, Kutcher is like speaking into someone's ear piece. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah But I can't say what's being said to me 
in right, my earpiece. Exactly. Well, you could actually if you want full transparency <laughs> with your audience, which I guess you don't. Which I yeah. guess I don't. Ooh, I'm like funny to bring up being authentic when in reality, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Authentic exactly. It's really interesting when your whole thing screaming. is kind of a sham. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. Who knew I was going to expose us like this? Fakes. Absolutely um, fakes. Can you tell us a little story time? Podcast so going. I know that you thought that you were straight for a really long time, but was there a period of time like growing up that you can remember, remember where you moment. thought, okay, there's a possibility that I might be gay? And if so, did you experience what we what we have come to call gay shame? Hmm, that's really interesting. Or were you kind of like, that could be tight? I mean, I do. I like, <laughs> l- I've loved being gay since the moment I decided to be. That's but, so wow. sick. Wait, wait, wait. I, okay. Was the girl who liked you your current girlfriend? No, no. It was just this oh, okay. my friend's friend. I don't, okay. kn- I didn't really ever know her at all. But she did oh. teach. She did like immediately make me gay by me reading a text that she had a crush <laughs> wait, on me. Powerful. Wait, was powerful. it the attention? Like, what made you? What made you like? A, you I, snapped, and then it was. Here's like, the homo. thing. When I got that text, I was really also really drunk, and it was something. <laughs> it was just like euphoric to hear someone had a crush on me, and that's why being gay is a choice. No, I don't know yep. what it was like, but I think I wo- I woke up the next morning and I was like, wow, that made it really simple. And then I yeah. just started dating girls, and Whoa. it was, I mean, unbelievable. Like, I just remember <laughs> when I was having sex with guys, like, feeling truly, like, nothing emotionally or physically. And, like, the first time I held a girl's hand, I, like, got full body chills and felt like I was going to, like, <laughs> float away, you know? Yeah, yeah. Wow, so no shame and just absolute glory. I think I felt wow. shame probably, like, as a kid, like when I thought that I couldn't be gay because gay people were weird, I I think that has to be shame. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think everyone in this room probably had. Uh... This is why representation <laughs> is so important, guys, because the gay people in your life could be huge losers. Well, all, and so you need well, some, someone important, cool like, to look up to. Yeah. No, it's important to have people like us in the world <laughs> to show that cool to show that gay people can be cool. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I really didn't think um, they were cool. Have you have it? Okay, this is a maybe. No, it's related. Have you read the lesbian master doc that people are sending around from what? TikTok? You guys heard about this? No, show? You, you told me about this. It's what on lesbian it? TikTok. Okay, basically, it is a long like Google doc that has is being circulated amongst the youths um, that helps people determine whether or not they are lesbians by sort of um, engaging with them. I think there's like things that are both like good and ma- things that I would change about it. But on on the whole, it's basically just about like the way that mm, you might not think that you're a lesbian due to the uh, patriarchy and the presence mm. of compulsory heterosexuality. And they include <laughs> like helpful sort of things of like examples that... Uh, I'm doing a horrible job Is of explaining like, this. But it'll be like... you are attracted to a boy... You're like, attracted to a boy maybe because your friend finds him attractive. Yeah. Or you're attracted to men with like very specific qualities. Or like, did or you like, hear that this boy finds you attractive? Yes, totally. exactly. Like, there's all these sort of like... It's like you might still be a fucking lesbo, you know? Like, dude, I think fifty percent of the population is going to come out as. Like, I know, gay. I know. Yeah, it's one hundred percent. It's it's real, and it's like. 
you might have had sexual experiences with men. You might think that you're bisexual, but there's all of these sort of insidious ways that the patriarchy and compulsory heterosexuality is so ingrained within our culture that it makes people truly believe that they are attracted romantically and sexually to men when they might not be. Yeah. Um, it's it's very interesting. I suggest uh, people go on and check it out. That's you can literally cool. look, look up a lesbian master talk. But some of the stuff that you were saying about like your experiences with like your friends talking about boys and like having crushes on boys reminds me of things that are discussed in, in the master doc. Oh, def- sometimes whenever I think a like male celebrity is hot, I'm like, I really need to break down why I think he's hot because totally. I think it's just because I thought he was hot when I was 15, you know? Yeah. Sure. But totally. that's, that, I, can, I love that doc. I'm going to look it up because it really takes the like BuzzFeed are you gay quiz to the next level. <laughs> yeah. That's it, what it, we're looking for. It yeah. literally is that. And I think honestly, if you've ever Googled how do you know if you're gay? Yeah. You're the gay. fact that you're Googling it is how you know. Definitely. Yeah. Anything I anything I ever, to be honest, that is the truest statement I've ever heard. Wow. Anything I have Thanks. ever Googled, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that. You to know me. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, anything I've that. ever Googled. Is the moon real? Jared, Sometimes Google I really count. get worried about that, like with what I, because I'm love. Googling some things Maybe's. that I, I actually don't want you guys to see. Then, then dude, log out of the Where's Moon on your, just on Chrome. I, that's you guys like share a, a step that I'm not going to do. Well, we, about. Ha- we share an email. Because we haven't shared email. And so sometimes, like, I don't know how this works, actually. It's just can like the default. It? Uh, I don't fucking know. It's so, our default browser because we share an email. And so we can access what each other is searching oh, that's certain crazy. times. And but it's like, on isn't that really violent? The Google yeah. homepage. <laughs> I, I, I was at Disneyland and I was having the best fucking time. And then I get a text from Naomi <laughs> sharing what I googled the whole day. I, you have, you do have it. I, I'm, I'm I know that you do. It. I bet you I could find it if not. Does gonna, private I'm, browser I'm, not work on there? Private I mean, browser I'm does work. Doing, but I'm just not going on a private browser. I'm just like raw dogging Understood. like what Live. is going on with my body. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know yeah, what? Yeah. Symptoms. Did you find okay. it already? I, no, but I have I have some other things that they've Googled recently. <laughs> Joe's in Mexico and Googled Mucinex, Mucinex in Spanish. <laughs> 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 Which really I makes me laugh. My pants. Um, I, I really need to find this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to find it. I'm, Wait, I definitely it's probably in Louis, it. Louis How loved often it. are you looking, Naomi, at what we're Googling? I, I, Not I, I, that I, often. I stopped. I, I stopped. Not that I'm going to get this okay. with my friends. This sounds I amazing. I, I Googled some crazy things around the time of my yeast infection a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Katie. Did you Google, like, can you get pregnant from a yeast infection? I, I know. Okay, I can tell you what some of the Googles were. Okay, I've gone a, back as far as I can, and I fucking can't find it's it, okay, which Naomi. is such a bummer. But one of the things Joe Googled was, <laughs> there were about five to six different Googles related to Disneyland. Yeah, I said. And <laughs> one of them was, how many people are at Disneyland <laughs> on, in a day? Just uh, just a curiosity. One of them was Tortilla California Adventure. Tortilla California Adventure. <laughs> I'm <gonna piss> my <laughs> pants. Tortilla California. Adventure I feel like is my we favorite. need to. We need to. You can't share it now, and it just needs to be a, like for this episode. It should just be a cliffhanger. Yeah. Okay. Of what? When you Google's actually do honestly, find it. Mucinex, and then shortly after that, Mucinex, Mucinex in, in Spanish is pretty good. I was trying. No, you, I know. You know what the thing is? She didn't even take the medication I bought. I'm on <laughs> Mucinex right now. Shout yeah. out! Shout out wow. to Mucinex uh, expectorant. Okay, can it. you briefly tell us a it. little bit more about your relationship? Because I think that's very cool. 
that you guys have been together for so long and also that you broke up for a year? Did you guys go to couples therapy? Or was it just having sex with other people therapy? Yeah, it was just having sex with other people. I think What's the vibe of the relationship? Yeah. What's... Well, like, we broke up for a year, both dated other people, and we did go... I think we went, like, two months without talking. But, like, after that, it just was, like, we'd FaceTime. The FaceTimes would get more frequent to a point where it was, like... Okay, we are bordering on emotional cheating. Maybe we should break sure. things off with other people. Uh-huh. And then we got back together. But I don't know. I really like I I am like we have not been to couples therapy, but we are now both in therapy respectively. Separately. And yeah, cool. I do also think that was a huge fucking game changer cuz we'd yeah, never yeah. been in therapy at the same time. It was always like one of us or the other. It really yeah. like my God, it does wonders. Just to be able to know that if you have a fucked up fight and you think you're right, you can talk to someone about it. <laughs> and realize that you're actually totally wrong. I you know, it's it's a beautiful thing. Sounds bad. What, to know that you're wrong? I think it's just like, to be Not honest. Not to know, but to realize. Your, your partner mm. is your is your, your mirror. You know, yeah. that's like, mm-hmm. they're, they're, your, your, they're your thing that you learn about, like what you're childhood trauma that you're acting out on them is yeah. like you're meeting someone at the same place and that you're at. must be especially true for y'all if you guys met at such a young age right i it's funny like whenever i think about when like the our first two years dating or whatever i'm like we were such different people like i, I think about that with my girlfriend too yeah i do it's like trippy. i feel like i'm dating a whole new person even though like all those obviously memories and everything are there but it's like and that's like so nice just from a maturity perspective to be like Oh my God, we're so distant from our younger selves. Like, wow. thank God. I mean, it's also really cool because I feel like um, I've kind of had this assumption of like, yeah, people change. That's very beautiful. But it's uh, it often means that you're not going to be you're not going to stay in love. Like mm-hmm. I, I think- sometimes you're in love with who the person used to be. And I think that's really special if you guys have both grown and become different people and you're still. Well, you know I like I wouldn't. Yeah. I think she would say the same about me. I wouldn't be able to date the person that I was previously dating. Yeah. yeah and I, there's no way she would have been able to date me. Like we it just like, I don't know. What were your thingies? Can what can you say? Like, what were your thingies that were that made you difficult to date? I think that, <laughs> like, just so emotionally immature. Like, we were both the mm. first girls we'd ever dated also. Holy, and I think holy that's, cow. like, a huge factor. Or just a first relationship in general. It doesn't really have to be. Yeah, wow. Yeah. First real relationship. First real relationship, exactly. Yeah. Well, she would actually disagree. She had a high school boyfriend. Never mind it. <laughs> I can't discredit <laughs> that that important info. I sometimes wonder like whether to count my high school boyfriend or not. I, it was I mean, always funny. I know straight people who don't even count their high school boyfriends as boyfriends. <laughs> well, because it's in, it's a form of insanity. Like yeah. be, being, being in love in high school is just you're just being insane. But I'm still um, jealous of it. Well. I mean, I'm not from a boy's perspective, but I wish so badly I knew I was gay in high school. I went to an all-girls school. I would have had so yeah, you much fun. Getting it Damn. in. I've so had you never had you never kissed a girl in high school? No. Wow. Oh my god. I remember my my oh friend my and I gosh. would like almost kiss because she wanted to teach me how to kiss. Can you but we never on. did. But it was oh. always it was constantly like horny and weird you know do you still talk to this person no 
Wow. So they were your horny friend. Yeah, truly. Even that <laughs> is really gay. I hate Having to say a horny it. friend and then yeah. it's very it, Victorian to them anymore. We would like sext a guy together. Like that is gay. They're, just because there's a dude involved <laughs> doesn't make it straight, babe. <laughs> oh my God. So, Grace, for, for the last segment of this pod, we uh, read a review of our famous podcast and then we ourselves are going to review that review it's to encourage people to leave reviews and it is to encourage people to leave reviews Genius. so and you can feel free to weigh in because you know a lot of people have like strong opinions about these reviews when they hear them so okay. if you do just shout it out so here's here's the review okay today. this is a five-star review from plus jamma is encore Whoa. Wait, wait, no, no, one no, more think, time. One more I time. think it's French. Oh. I think it's Plus Jamais Encore. <laughs> <laughs> we're going we're gonna to go on and say Plus I like Plus, plus Jamais. <laughs> no, no Sorry, I took Spanish. Plus Jamais Encore. Okay. Okay, time out of time already. I've listened to two minutes of this podcast so far, and I'm ready for more. Love the music. Wow. <laughs> Sorry to laugh, plus Jamma. <laughs> Love the music these amazing people produce and can't wait to hear more from them in whatever form. Confusion is underrated. That's what's up. See, that's a good way to end that. What, confusion is underrated? Because this is known as one of the most famously confusing podcasts it's that have true. ever been made. I, I mean, I think, it's, I think, it, I think it reflects, um, I think that statement reflects uh, being alive and society at large, sort Absolutely. of the, what I'm we're living confused. through, and they every get a special shout out for the, the gender neutrality in that review, yeah, and it do. not being a these ladies are so <laughs> these ladies, these ladies absolutely slay. That's my review that you're, <laughs> that you're talking about. That's mine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> lipstick, lipstick, kissy, kissy. Love these Girls ladies. Are sexy on the podcast. Yeah. Plus Gemma. Yeah. I, I loved it. Plus Gemma. I love it. Will you, Sorry. plus Gemma, um, will you tell us how it actually is said? Can you type it out phonetically? Plus Gemma. Plus Gemma. Oh. Um, Okay, Grace, we have to. Oh, God. I'll see you guys in New York. Oh, wait. We got wait, we got to say our I love yous. Oh, yeah. Okay. So at the end of every episode, we do this. Um, I can't do this every episode. We we are. We have to. This is actually the sweetest thing we do. Thanks so much for um, joining us. Love you all. And I love you, Katie. Thank you for being with us, Grace. And I love you guys. And I love you, Josette. I love you, Naomi. Naomi's close their eyes on, every time. Love you guys. Wait, you gotta say, yeah, you gotta I say, you. I love you to yourself. I love Grace, and I love you all. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I well, gotta go pee yeah. so bad. Okay. Thank you I for pee. thank you so much. An for earnest being thank on, you for coming on. This was so funny. Oh my god, and fun. I was so truly honored. Thank you guys for okay, having good. me. Gayotic is a production of HeadGum. Created and hosted by us, the band Muna, but mostly we're known as the famous podcasters from the podcast Gayotic. Our producer is Anya Kanovskaya. And our associate producer is Ali Khan. If you want to prove that you love us, feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or wherever people review podcasts. We might even pick your review and talk about it if it's a really good and really nice one. You can subscribe to Gayotic on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. New New episodes drop on hump day wednesday one of the greatest days of the week baby that's right we do this regularly because we have fucking discipline you're listening to our voices right now which sound pretty good but guess what the face cards don't decline either 
So head over to our Instagram at whereismuna and like one of our photos. I mean, truly any dopamine hit we can get is helpful. Meet you right back here next week. <laughs> That was a HeadGum Podcast.